What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their business for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Nathan Frey and Chris Price, who are the co-founders of Atomic AI. Welcome to the show. How's it going, guys? Hey, it's going well. Thanks so much for having us, man. Yeah, excited to, to have you both on the podcast to learn more about what you're working on with Atomic AI. For people that haven't heard of it, can one of you kind of describe what you're working on with Atomic AI? Sure. Yeah, I can kick things off and and tell you a little bit about us. So um, our company, Atomic AI, builds data science solutions for nano and biotechnology uh, companies. So these companies that are kind of operating at these really, really hard technical problems, um, like developing new kinds of nanoparticles for energy applications or human health, drug delivery, all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, We help them kind of bring the latest and greatest methods in data science and machine learning and data visualization um, to help them, you know, accelerate time to market for their products and reduce their R&D costs. So kind of walk me through, um, so, so, so if someone hears about this for the first time, let's say like on, on this podcast, walk me through, you know, how they would use it, you know, what type of maybe use case or kind of how they would go about using that, kind of using the, the, the product. Yeah, so that's a great question. So, um, so what we're developing is a software platform, which will allow um, these companies to uh, both organize their data, which they collect from different advanced um, scientific sources. So really powerful microscopes, really powerful ways of measuring how new materials interact with light or electricity. And then they can use that software platform. You know, we collect their data and then we build um, our proprietary library of of statistical models on top of that. And uh, what we try to do is work with them to identify their key business problems and uh, use their data to more efficiently answer um, or solve those problems. Uh, so like, so for one example might be, you know, a customer has this really promising platform technology in the lab. Um, they want to uh, improve some, pro- change some properties to match the specifications for a new application. Um, so they start doing some experimental trials and we, you know, collect their data and we basically tell them which experiments they should do next to most efficiently learn how to optimize their material. And that way, you know, instead of doing a blind trial and error search, um, we sort of give them this, this guided way of, um, spending their R and D budget. So I feel like you, you help save and make uh, these, these companies tons of money, which, which, which is awesome. There's a, a lot to be done here. It kind of leads me to wonder, 
tell me a little bit about the origin story here. You know, why, why'd you decide to start Atomic AI and like, what's the origin story? Yeah, so Chris and I have been working together. Uh, we're finishing up our PhDs. We've been working together for over four years now on computational materials. So we sort of design and discover new materials uh, for all kinds of applications um, using kind of simulations and things like that. And so we've seen for years that there's this kind of huge disconnect in what we're able to simulate and discover versus what people are actually able to make in a lab. Uh, and then for our friends who are in a lab every day, you know, making new materials, testing them out, uh, you know, they have to focus like 100% of their time on running their experiments, and, you know, pushing the envelope on making these new crazy materials. And so they do a lot of their data management, uh, you know, Microsoft Excel is kind of like the gold standard for a lot of data collection and organization um, for, for people working in a lab, which is kind of crazy when you think about all of the like really sophisticated hardware and equipment they're using, but the software and data science side of things is really, you know, very uh, 1990s in a lot of ways. So Chris and I kind of thought that, you know, maybe this is true in industry as well. And so that's sort of um, where the company started. Uh, and then through talking to a lot of folks um, working in startups and even in, in larger companies that make new materials, we found out that that is uh, true. And it's even uh, can be a great case when companies are using Excel. Oftentimes they're doing stuff like just writing things down in notebooks or, or, or have, you know, huge files that sit somewhere on somebody's Google Drive. And that's kind of like the extent of their data science workflows right now. As you've started working on, on this company, I'm curious, you mentioned a little just then, but I kind of want to dive deeper in. What have been some things that you've learned um, as you started working on this? It could be about the market, you know, how it's previously worked. It could be about company building or just, you know, the, the technology or product. But what have been some learnings that you've come across um, as you've, uh, you both kind of worked on, the, on this company? Yeah, so I think something that we definitely learned, um, especially with the market, is um, I think how many small companies are out there who are, you know, kind of, um, you know, I think I think just the the breadth of the market is so much larger than you know we even realized, um, and I think there are so many different companies out there who are uh, innovating and basically trying to scale up their production, scale their quality control in a way that they can really grow, and so I think that you know. That makes us excited because we think that using kind of improving um, this data utilization is kind of one way to unlock all that growth, which is sort of um, kind of it's just slowly being released uh, over time through kind of these these trial and error uh, methods of innovation. While you know we think that we can kind of accelerate that um, and um, you know unlock this innovation a lot faster um, using some some better data science methods. I don't know if Nathan, you want to add anything to that, but. Yeah, I think, you know, one, one thing that's been really interesting to me that I've learned through, throughout this is I think, you know, a challenge for us is we try to make our value proposition really clear to these, these companies, which like Chris said, is they spend all this time and money to collect really valuable data and we can unlock the value of that data in a lot of ways to, you know, reduce their costs and increase their revenues, which is basically uh, what, what matters to these companies. Um, we're not asking them to do anything different. We're not asking them to like, you know, collect data in a different way, store it in a different way, make any sort of behavior changes. Uh, but even so, this is such a radically different way, I think, of approaching um, R&D uh, for these companies that 
it takes a lot of time and convincing uh, for us to, to talk to companies and, and kind of uh, it's a challenge for us to explain why this is something worth doing. And then, you know, just from our side, I think, you know, uh, seeing how slowly a lot of companies make decisions and sort of going through that, that process uh, coming from the more like research and science backgrounds that we do, uh, that, that has been an interesting thing about working in the, the startup space. And then if you kind of zoom out, you know, from, from the day to day and, and look out, um, you know, five, 10, 15 years from now, what do you see as the future for atomic AI? What, or in other words, what's the big vision here and what direction are you rowing in with the company? Sure. So right now we're working with pretty early stage nano and biotech startups that are small, but our vision is really that, you know, we've talked to some people in much larger companies uh, and, you know, we are looking at companies like household names, like Samsung and Apple uh, and Intel that are, you know, maybe not really working on the nanoscale all that much right now, but in five to 10 years, just because of kind of increasing requirements with their quality control. And, you know, as they continue to make every aspect of their phones and, you know, whatever sort of consumer electronics they make, uh, you know, make those things better and better and better that necessarily means they're going to have to make things smaller and smaller and smaller. And that's just been a trend, you know, throughout the past couple of decades. So we're really, um, you know, timing things so that our platform will be ready to help those really big companies uh, when they start to hit the nano scale. And that's when we think um, that, you know, a, a ton of opportunity um, will kind of appear. And in order to, to, to make that happen, uh, you'll need some help. You know, it takes a village, it takes a village to make, to make visions happen. So, so my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help you? Are you raising money? Are you hiring and looking for, for customers? You know, how, how can we assist? Yeah. So I think, you know, we, we've definitely found a lot of value in the, in the startup community and, and, you know, forward thinking founders is definitely a big part of that. So what we think, uh, what we're really working on right now is, um, still doing like as much market research and, and business development as possible. So if there's anyone out there who's working on kind of hard technology or nanotechnology development, um, uh, especially with um, kind of generating data on the nanoscale, we'd love to talk to them uh, and um, kind of see, you know, what parts of the process do they um, have, have really well figured out and which parts of the process um, do they uh, see as, as challenges and especially because those things tend to be different for um, industry versus uh, for, versus like an academic setting. Um, so that's something that, you know, we're still trying to gather a lot of data because what we want to do is we basically, you know, we want to make a platform that can, that can, is, a, is flexible to meet everyone's kind of custom needs, but also allows us um, some, some scalability so that we can um, kind of, set up these relationships with as many customers as we can. And if someone's, you know, hearing this and, and, and they want to help, they want to learn more, they want to, you know, get involved in, in some capacity, you know, you know, how can they, how can they find you on the internet? Where, what's your website URL? Do you have social media? Do you have an email? How can people get in touch? Yep. We're pretty much everywhere online. So you can go to atomicai.co uh, and find our contact info there. You can email us at Nathan at atomicai.co and Chris at atomicai.co. And you'll find uh, links to our other social profiles on um, LinkedIn and Twitter on our website as well. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. 
Awesome. Thank you so much, Matt. Really, really uh, appreciate the invitation. Thanks, Matt, for having us.